And welcome in to episode 44 of the Raffy Podcast. Uh, we're back after a pretty long hiatus, like three, four months. I think our last pod was like January 12th or something like that, before the playoffs, before the Super Bowl, before all the off-season stuff has happened. So we got a lot to talk about today. Um, as always, we're joined by Forte. We are also joined today by Kooks, uh, Mr. Victoria's Secret. How are we doing today, Kooks? Really good, man. Really excited for a uh, another NFL season, and it always starts off with the draft, uh, and also flying high watching Man City oh, beat Arsenal three 0 So life, nice, life is man. good. Very nice. And Forte, how are we doing today? <clears throat> like uh, pretty much the complete opposite of Kooks. I'm just sitting here watching Arsenal blow it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even shocked. I mean, but whatever. Not in the greatest mood, but when am I ever in a good mood? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good to be back for football. I, I needed the break. I needed the hiatus this year. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was much needed. Yeah, and it is NFL Draft Eve. It's like just like Christmas Eve. Um, um, I know I'm super excited to watch watch the draft tomorrow night and into the weekend, uh, and kind of answer a lot of I think a lot of questions people have. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into that, we'll start with our retired athlete of the week. Uh, Kooks, who have you got loaded up today? Um, yeah, I'm going to go with recently retired uh, Dante Hightower mm. um, for obvious reasons. I mean, Patriot great, huge moment in the Super Bowl against Matt Ryan, the strip sack. Yep. Uh, but also, more importantly, is on the topic of the NFL draft, it was arguably one of the best first rounds you've ever seen at New England when they traded up twice to get uh, Chandler Jones at 21 and then Hightower at 25, who were both, I mean, Jones is still in the league and Hightower was, yeah. Yeah, they were studs for a while. He was a great player, so. That was uh, a very fun draft to be a Patriots fan. Usually we're trading the other way, so. I mean, we'll see what happens this year. There's talk of New England trading up to number two. Anyways, we can get into that later, but uh, yeah, we'll go with Dante Hightower for, uh, for today. Nice. Uh, Forte, who you got? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think I got. Uh, let's just go with. Uh, I'm kind of. I'm kind of blank on on retired guys right now. But let's just go with a guy who's been retired forever. Just because. I mean, this just goes for any retired quarterback. But we'll go with Aikman. Like, why do we? Why do we care what Troy Aikman thinks about prospects? <laughs> I mean, it's not even just him. Like, we could go to Arlovsky. Like, it's like people want. Okay, we'll listen to what Kuiper and fucking McShay want to say. Who also who the who the fuck cares? Because at this point, these guys have been wrong for the last two decades. Uh, and then we go to Arlovsky because because he knows what he's talking about. Like, this is the same guy that loved Trey Lance. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I, I'm just. Uh, isn't it? Like, I mean, like, why do we care what what uh, Troy Aikman has to say about quarterbacks? Yeah, I mean, like, let, let's just leave him to uh, Monday Night Football, and like, let, let's just let him be because it's just exhausting. I think it's like they, it's like they all just have one stupid opinion to be different from everybody else, but then they keep telling us the same thing. Like, I know how tall Bryce Young is. I've known for the last four years. I mean, what else do you want? I don't know. I don't know. It is it is that kind of 
time in draft season where people are just throwing out the wildest stuff because everything's kind of pretty much been decided for the most part, I think. Oh, um, yeah, for at least the last month. Yeah. I, I would, the, the, the last two weeks, it's all nonsense that comes out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just piggyback, like, uh, piggyback off that, my retired athlete of the week is Chris Collinsworth. Uh, I've made my uh, <laughs> dislike of Collinsworth very well known, I think, on this podcast. Uh, but he just kind of topped it off. This I don't know if you guys saw what he said about the draft. Um, I don't he, know if I saw it. What did he say? You're going to like this. He, uh, he has the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs taking Hendon Hooker in the first round because the only thing that can stop the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes going down. And and Hendon Hooker would then save that? <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? He has them taking him <laughs> in the, the first fuck? round. I mean, this is what I mean, man. This is why it's just uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Twitter like, yesterday oh, or today. I was like, I thought it was like a bit. I thought it was like the oh, uh, like, fuck me, man. Uh, ball sack sports thing. But no, it was. it's on video, on recording. He said it on an actual broadcast. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, Zeke, I, I need I need a punishment for you if if the Chiefs by some miracle do take Hendon Hooker in the first <laughs> round. Uh, I will buy a Hendon Hooker jersey and, I don't know, I'll like run around the streets of Toronto in it and or something. Hendon fucking right, hooker. We'll that. Yeah, that's just like the craziest, craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, good retired athletes, fellas. Uh, we'll jump into our NFL topics now. And then the first thing I have up to talk about is just kind of the playoffs and the Super Bowl. I know it's been a while, so it's kind of been out of, out of sight, out of mind for a while. It does feel like it was a pretty good playoff. Like looking back on it, pretty good playoffs. And the Super Bowl was a ton of fun. Um, tons of points, tons of fun, and a good finish at the end too. What did you guys think about it all? Go ahead, Kooks. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I thought this year of all years was uh, one of the easier ones to predict. I, I did think in the end that the two best teams were the ones in the Super Bowl. Um, you could make the argument that if Purdy was healthy, it might have been a different story, but. Uh, I do think that, and I mean, by evidence of the game, is a great, great final. Um, not necessarily the one I was hoping for, but that being said, I do think it was the two best teams. And I did make a lot of money on Super Bowl evening betting. So, uh, yep. you know, overall, things considered, I'm a happy man going into the new season. Yeah, Cooks, if uh, I'm not mistaken, I do believe you guessed the coin flip right. Is that true? I did, yeah. It was a, uh, it was a good start right off the hop. Yeah, hitting that. So tails never tails fails. never fails. Tails never fails. Was going to bet heads, and <laughs> I uh, accosted him for it. I accosted him for it, and then he ended up switching his bet, and he made money. So Shane, yeah. you're welcome. Uh, you can feel free to return the favor with the pick any day. <laughs> Forte, what did you think about the playoffs in the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I mean, I thought overall it was a decent playoffs. Um, tough, tough end for the Niners. I, I do agree with Kook, so like, although, you know, I think we probably could have beat the Eagles. I think overall the two best teams were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, tough, tough luck for Purdy, but uh, I, 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 I'm not gonna say I, I. Here's, I didn't not enjoy the Super Bowl. I thought it was a solid game. I don't know, just. Just there's something missing. I don't know. I just like there was no resistance whatsoever from either defense. I just miss a little defense. Like even if you remember that Arizona, I think it was Arizona Pittsburgh 
game like kind of like that was a high scoring game but there was like you could still play defense you still had some like big hits and 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 some you know what i mean like i just ah there's something missing because i just feel like it takes away from the game i mean it was a good enough game but i don't know i just like no defense there wasn't a single defensive play in that whole game except for the the fumble which wasn't even a defensive wasn't even a defensive play, right? Like it was Jalen Hurts dropping the football. Yeah. He wasn't even stripped. He just dropped it. Uh, I, I'd like to see a little defense because, and the problem is now, like if you see if you see a thirteen to ten game in the NFL, like before those thirteen ten Pittsburgh Baltimore games, those were great. If you see a thirteen ten game now, that just means both teams are shit. Yeah, right. Like it's not good football. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I'm a little worried. I want to see a little bit more defense. I want to see a little more defense. Yeah, I do agree with you a little bit. Like it does. I mean, kind of just like I don't know, maybe sports as a whole, but football as a whole. It's like it doesn't feel the exact same as when you were a kid watching it growing up. Um, and I mean, that could just be a product of like not being a kid anymore. Um, but I think it also is a lot to what you're doing. You're saying Forte is the defense is is lacking, and it's not really all their fault. I think a lot of the times they can't play how they used to play. No, like I don't think it's a talent problem. Like I think like if you could play even like 2005 to 2014, that those those NFL rules with these athletes, like it would be incredible. But I just I feel like there's too many rules it's taken away from from the kind of from the enjoy, enjoyment of the game, really. Um and it's really hard to I mean, it just is what it's really hard to give these guys their proper due because of because of how they're playing, like or what they're playing against, or or the benefits that are being allowed to them, right? Like I'm yeah. not like Mahomes is great, but how can you ever compare him to to like a Brady or a Montana? Like because he's just playing it, like he's just got so much more. Like I don't want to call it help, but leeway. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, I, I, it just, it takes away. It's not fair to the players. And I, I, I think it's a poor product. I really do. I think it's a poor product. And, and there's so many good quarterbacks in the league right now. There is. It's just, but, you know, overall, it was a good, it was a good end of the year. I also had a pretty solid uh, uh, prop night on Super Bowl night. So it was, it was a nice end of the season. Um, and we'll see what we can do now that it's a new year. Niners are looking pretty rough. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens with that team. Are you, a little, are you nervous, Forte, for your, for your Niners? I'm not nervous. I'm honestly expecting like a 9-8 and eight season. Unless, yeah. unless, because I honestly don't think Purdy's, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't play this year. Uh, I, I really hope that's not the case, but I don't know. Uh, I am pretty confident Sam Darnold's going to be our quarterback week one, though, which yeah. uh, doesn't sound great. But when the other options Trey Lance, you take it. You just take it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just sick and tired of listening to Lynch. I hate John Lynch. He's so full of himself. I think he's at bottom ten GM. What about you, Cooks? How you feeling? How you feeling about the Pats? Uh. Yeah, uh, well, I think we currently... <laughs> That's that pretty much says uh, it all. <laughs> yeah, I, look, listen, I do think we have a good team. Uh, the defense is, is solid, and I think it'll only get better. 
I'm confident that the offense will not be worse than last year because I think that's impossible. And uh, Bill O'Brien is, I think, a competent OC. Um, Going to love him as a head coach, but I think he has a lot more to offer than Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. So um, that I'm looking forward to. I think, you know, Juju, not my favorite player, definitely an upgrade on the position for us. Uh, you could say Myers is probably, you know, just as good. Got the same money in, in Vegas, so I don't really know necessarily if it's a true upgrade, but uh, hoping we make a splash in the draft. There's a couple of receivers I wouldn't mind us taking. Um, and we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I, getting rid of Matt Patricia making the play calls is probably one of the best moves they've ever made because uh, I don't think he was uh, ready for that or will ever be ready for that. Um, I, I mean, it all comes down to the quarterback play, I think. I think the roster is good enough for you guys to compete, but it all comes down to Mac Jones or unnamed quarterback that they draft this year if they choose to do that or any moves they make. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, look, I'm not, I'm not at all in the camp that Mac Jones is not the guy. Uh, last year, I think, was an anomaly based off of one, not very many weapons, and two, just awful, awful play calling. We see what Mac Jones can be yeah. the one when he had yeah. Daniels. Uh, add in a couple weapons and a new OC. I think this year we'll see a dramatic improvement in the offense. I completely, I completely agree with that. I mean, a, a rookie year with 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 like no weapons as well. Like he didn't have anything that first year. He just had all he had the first year was an actual offense. What the, who who knows what he was running the second year? It wasn't an yeah. offense. And what they did with the whole Zappy situation that's that is that is going to be. That's a huge great. What, what what do you call it? Gray mark, black mark. What the fuck's it called on Belichick's career? Skid, that skid mark. skid mark. That's brutal. It is. And I, I'm a huge Bill Belichick guy, but that is just brutal what they did there. Terrible. And those fans, those fans in the stadium that night, disgusting, disgusting, yeah. disgusting. I think um, if like sixty percent of the NFL coaches had done the same thing Belichick did, they're probably gone. But just oh, for sure. Jackets yeah, yeah. Obviously. I mean, he's obviously got. He's yeah. obviously got. I mean, you know, you win leash. that much, you, you definitely have a long, at least a long leash. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think the Patriots are as in a bad a situation as some people might think they are. But they definitely need some more weapons offensively. I don't think. I mean, defensively, I think they should take even another step. Um, they're always solid defensively, and I think they can have a top ten defense this year. But. Yeah. Definitely need to kind of improve that offense. The weapons are, are very poor. Yes. So. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of, like, not so much lately, but the, a couple weeks ago, there was a lot of Bijan to the Patriots. Uh, steam picking up. I think that would be an awful, awful idea. Like, Ramondre is more than good enough yeah, as a running no. back. They should spend yeah, it's top just, pick on a receiver. It's just not a need, right? It's yeah. it's really not a need. Um yeah, he's not going to hurt you, but there's... there's yeah, no like, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just not... It's definitely not a need for the Pats. Um, I don't know. I I, I think Bijan's probably going to go to Philly. I, I know some people are saying Atlanta, but I just I, don't see it. Atlanta's got too many holes where they just drafted, like, I mean... Algier is not incredible, but he's serviceable, and 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 you just have so many more holes. That's just not a good pick yeah. in today's NFL, right? I think the Eagles 
have a good enough roster where they can justify taking a running back. I think a wild card for me would be the Chargers. Um, that would be pretty crazy. Yeah. But I, I just don't see him going to Atlanta personally. Yeah. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind that fit though. And that no, it's a good, it's a great, good fit. Great. It's a good fit, but like, it's not really, I don't like, you're not really at a point as a team where you can justify taking a running back top 10. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Especially that. it's a deep running back class. It's a so deep running back class. Like, you you have a running back that just ran for a thousand yards. It's just it's hard to justify that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I agree. Um well we'll jump into a little bit of free agency talk. So we just kinda of talked about the Juju signing uh in New England. Derek Carr signed with my Saints mm-hmm. uh and becomes the best quarterback in that division. Uh pretty much overnight. Pretty kind of uh, shows how shit that division is for quarterbacks. Um, what are some other marquee signings? Let me pull up a list here. Um, there wasn't a lot of huge ones. Like, I mean, OBJ to Baltimore, but that doesn't really do anything yeah. for me. Like, it's just a meh. No. Uh, a lot of, like, uh, in the trenches guys moving around. Um, yeah. Yeah, Hargrave to the Niners. I mean, Jimmy G to Oak, uh, to Las Vegas. Yeah, I like that uh, one a lot. Was, was there another quarterback? I know you got Carr, Jimmy G. Was there one? I mean, Mayfield to the Bucks, but I thought there was one other one. Or, or am I just... I don't think so. Oh, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to the Lions. I loved that pickup. For the yeah, Lions. that was actually... I liked that a lot. Yeah, they need, it was a need and they... Yeah. Forte uh, um, losing Jimmy Ward to uh, the Texans. Dude, I, I I hate Jimmy. Uh, not Jimmy Ward. Uh, no, no, Jimmy Ward. Sorry, fuck. When yeah, people I, say Ward, I always think of Charvarius Ward, but he's still <laughs> with us, and he's terrible. I can't stand. That. I cannot stand that that fucking piece of shit. Yeah, it hurts. I mean, he was our probably our mo- most consistent DB. He just would have problems with injuries, but we have no DBs. Our D, we have one, um, but that's it. And then we'll probably just. Like I was, we're probably just going to trade up into the third round or the second round and take a shitty running back because that's what we do every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bears got Tremaine Ed- Edmonds, uh, another big signing on the defensive end. Uh, I mean, I've, I think there's a lot of uh, different opinions on Tremaine Edmonds, but. Yeah, for me, he's just meh. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's bad, but he never really turned out to be the player that people thought he was going to be. Yeah. Miles Sanders to the Panthers, I thought was a really good signing. Yeah. I think Miles Sanders was good Sanders signing. was very underused in Philly. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 I've been saying that since he got drafted. I, yeah. There's just so much talent there, and, you know, 10 carries a game is what he'd get. It's like, it's not enough. Yeah. But that's what yeah. happens when your quarterback has also you know, 10 carries. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> so if you play two running backs, it's tough to get them both involved. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it for the signings. Uh, we had the Rodgers trade break, trade news break, uh, was it last night? Yesterday? Yeah. The day before, maybe? Um, yeah. But we knew that was coming um, for a while ago, just kind of was the logistics behind it that had yet to been figured out. And I don't think the Jets gave up that much, to be honest. It's like they, they just dropped back two spots in this draft, and then they gave up they gave up a first next year if it if he plays over 60% of the snaps, which he, he will, uh, unless he gets hurt. And then I think a second, a couple seconds and a fifth or something like that was the rest of it. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of that signing or that trade? 
Um, yeah, it's the one everyone knew was coming. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, they've got a pretty, sh- well, pretty solid wide receiver room. You know, Garrett Wilson, Hardman. I think they got Lazard in free agency as well. So, yeah. uh, plus, I think Elijah Moore is still there, right? Like, I know he's been uh, nasty. No, no, he got no he's Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think um, I think they'll probably be the third best team in the division. Yeah, I still don't think that brings them over the edge. You know, New England's going to win the division. Uh, Buffalo will come second, and then the Jets will be third. And I, I agree with Miami in last. I do agree. With oh that. yeah, oh yeah. Um, I agree with Kuxo. I don't think this. Uh, people think this puts the Jets over the edge, and they're going to be like some dominant team. I mean, I just don't see it. I, I don't see how Rodgers, who I mean. Like it or not, I mean, he's still he's still a top, he's still like a top twelve quarterback, but he's declined in play, and he also is one of those guys, like he loves like he loves his timing routes, and he's not gonna have timing with those receivers, and he's probably not he's probably not gonna show up for like minicamp and shit. So I can see the Jets going off getting off to a pretty slow start, and then kind of coming around as the season ends. But I, I do agree that uh, I I don't think the Jets are all, all of a sudden like a Super Bowl favorite. Like yeah. the odd books have, like I, I just don't see that. I, I don't mean, see it at all. Even watching Rogers last year, you could tell like he's yeah. he's just missing throws now, like throws that yeah. he would never have missed before. He's just like he just missed by yeah. a few yards. Yeah. Um, some other tr- other trades that went down: Allen Robertson to the pit, to the Steelers for a seventh round pick, Elijah Moore and a third to Cleveland um, for a second round pick. Darren Waller got moved to the Giants. That was a big one. Mm-hmm. Pretty big trade. Um, oh, yeah, and Jalen Ramsey to Miami. Pretty big Oof. trade for them. Um, and then the biggest trade, I think, of the offseason was Chicago moving the 101 to Carolina for DJ Moore, two firsts and two seconds. And I, I mean, I think I think Chicago hit it out of the park with, the, with this trade. I, I agree. Uh, I, I, th- I don't know why teams <laughs> consistently give this much capital for a first-round pick. And, I, yeah. and I, I, I don't really care which quarterback they pick. And a couple of them I, I, I like. I don't, I don't care who the fuck the quarterback is. Like, you're going to give up that much capital? I don't know. I just don't, I don't like it. I, I don't know why you're doing that um, just, just to take a quarterback. Cause like, so you gave up your best receiver – and picks, so you're gonna like, I don't know. I, I just don't love the trade for the people that move up. Great, yeah. great trade for the Bears. Um, I mean, now they can actually. I mean, no more excuses for Justin Fields. Like this is it. Yeah. Like you, you don't play well this year, you're done. And I don't expect them. I don't expect them to be brutal, but I expect them to be very inconsistent because that's the type of player he is. And uh, the Bears are gonna have a decision to make next year because. Uh, there's a very real uh, chance they have two top ten picks next year as well, and they could yeah. probably trade up to take their pick of Caleb Williams that, and Drake May. Yeah, they could right. pair those to either get the first overall pick or the second if whoever's yeah. first actually wants to take Caleb uh, Caleb Williams. There's also or a very real chance that Carolina just is the first overall pick next year. See, I I, I don't, don't love I, the roster. I, I don't either. I just don't. I don't expect them to be because they have a decent. I think it's going to be Houston. Yeah. I think Houston's doing a complete rebuild, and uh, I think the whole buzz of them trading down is because they know they're going to be shit, and they'd rather just go take one of those two guys next year. Right. 
But I mean, I don't expect Carolina is going to be bottom five, bottom six team. So is Houston. So is Arizona. Arizona is going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, Titans look like they could be bad. Um, Titan, the Titans could be really, really, really bad. I think Derrick Henry probably gets moved on draft night as well. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, that's okay. You got to build. You got. I mean, you you missed your chance. You got to. Yeah, and what's the point in keeping Derrick Henry? Like, you may as well yeah. trade him while there's still something to trade. I agree. Get get whatever. Get a a third or a fourth round pick back and move on. Yeah. Um, I just well, for this this Carolina Bears trade. I just if you're Carolina and you do plan to trade up because obviously if you're going to trade to one, you're taking a quarterback. Why? Like my not my non-negotiable is that DJ Moore is staying on the team. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, like <laughs> exactly, you have to keep your best weapon for your rookie quarterback, and now what? Like now you're going to go draft another receiver and just hope he turns out. Like yeah, but then like you with know, what DJ pick? Moore has that He's... Like they don't have a pick to like the third round now after the first. I don't know. I I don't know their full closet of picks, but like they don't really have a, a pick to get one of the top receivers in this draft. No, and then I mean, whatever. So like, you take one in the second and in, in like the middle rounds. That's fine. But like, you like what are they? They who is the they? Uh, Thielen and Shark. Yeah. You know, like Shark's fine. He can go deep, but like he's not. He's not a complete receiver. And Thielen's on the back end of his career. Like, uh, so that's what you do instead. Oh, that's that's just. Oh I don't my know God. if you saw that video of feeling practicing running routes, but he looked like <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. did this yeah. guy lose whatever ounce of speed he had? Yeah. Oh, uh, same with, uh, uh, I saw the video of uh, Zeke Elliott training. It looks like he has <laughs> cinder blocks tied to his feet. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what it pisses me off about the NFL too, though? Is that those two guys are going to be around probably for another three to four years because the the NFL values veterans way too much. Yeah. Like to me, it's the sport where it matters the least. You get over that cliff, get the fuck out of here. Like I don't know why you would want anything to do with like a white boy Rick over here that can't run anymore. Like what is? Who cares? Like bring him on as like a coach or something. Like what? Dress him and let him run routes. That's brutal. It is. It's terrible. Fucking. Adam Thielen. Oh, someone's gonna start him this year. Probably Beardy Jay's gonna throw him <laughs> out there. Like it's just yeah. fucking. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much uh, everything I had about the NFL um, for the last few months. I don't know if you guys had anything else you guys wanted to talk about, but that's pretty much it for me for the NFL. Um, yeah, I mean, like the draft's going to be interesting. I don't think it's like uh, I think there's there's a lot more. Um... I guess we haven't talked NFL draft. We'll talk that. No, we can talk NFL draft now. Yeah, I guess there's a, lo- a little bit more question marks this year than there has been in recent years. But um, I think there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of, uh, of of useful offensive players that come out of this draft. I think the problem people get caught up with is if there's not like a superstar, like a, like a Jamar chase, like a known superstar, people think it's a weak draft, but I mean, this isn't anywhere close to being a weak offensive draft. Like just cause there's not any superstars, like it's going to be deep. There's going to be guys that get drafted in the fifth round of the NFL draft that go on to have pretty solid careers. Um, 
next year's draft that's where you got a couple of superstars that are coming in but it's overhaul a week offensive draft this year there's guys all over the board i don't know what they're talking about these guys that get paid to do this like what the fuck are they talking (laughs) about well, this is they're, like they're doing yeah, what you just said. Like, it's lack of star power. Yeah. yeah, they just focus on the top guys. Like it's yeah. See, it, we see it every year. They don't. They just don't put and and they don't put in any work for figuring out like the actual top players in the draft and like the in the deeper drafts and stuff. No, but there's like like look at like Anquan Bolden was never a superstar. He was always a number two receiver. Whether he was on Arizona, he I mean there was a couple years in Baltimore where he was their number one guy. But like he was. Grand scheme of things, he's like the perfect number two wide receiver. Like, why does everybody have to be a superstar? And Bolden was a was a very good player. Like, it's yep. just. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I will like, say, running back class, like I it's think great. Is, it's yeah. it's it's very good. There's it's one of my most exciting running back classes I remember in recent years. Yeah, it's deep. You got players all over. Like, you got a couple of, like, uh, can do everything backs. You got some nice scat backs. You got, like, it's just very deep. Lots of uh, good talent there. Um, And then I just wanted to confirm, I'm still very much out on uh, Quinton Johnson. I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm sure you're still (laughs) in on him, but I just just can't see it. I've I've tried to, like, go in and watch more of him. I just, I can't see it. I'm I, I'm I'm obviously uh, I'm a fan. I, I get I get again. It's not like an egregious like I think Jamar Chase is a bust. Not that you said that, but it's not like saying that. I yeah. just think he's very raw, but I just think he's got the tools. Um, and some of his weaknesses are being blown out of proportion. Like I've I've watched him play the last three years. I've seen every TCU game, so I think he's got it. Um, I don't think he's like a guaranteed superstar by any means, but uh, for me, it's it's Jalen Hyatt. I think Jalen Hyatt's a loser, and he's going to do absolutely nothing in the NFL. Um, But, uh, yeah, I'll be – I mean, I mean, Fitz obviously important, but I'm I'm definitely not out on on QJ. I I think QJ is going to be a solid player. Um, I've been seeing a lot of – not a lot of it, but I have been seeing some people trying to set headlines – Taking like take Gibbs over um, Robinson because of the yeah I've seen that yeah it's it's just, it's just crazy it is crazy and it's annoying uh, here's the thing Gibbs Gibbs is a good player he's much closer to Eckler than he is Kamara like I I think these guys just can compare him to Kamara because he's got the same hair <laughs> yeah. and he can catch the football <laughs> but he's like way smaller than him he's not a very good in between the tacklers guy where Kamara can run in between the tackles. Um, it's just it's it's just typical draft nonsense. Uh, Gibbs is good, but he's not great. Bijan is 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 he's got the ability to be great. So yeah. uh, there's some like there's some deeper guys. Uh, there's a name Mingo out of Ole Miss. I think uh, has a chance yeah. to be decent. Um, <clears throat> been seeing a lot of Marvin Mims hype as well. There is uh, like I could I'm not going to do it. We'll talk about it more after the draft. Uh, but they're, they're like after our rookie draft, there's like 10 to 15 players that you can get in the second second to mid, like second round to like late fourth that are going to have NFL production. Yeah. Um, I actually think that this, this year it's probably going to go down with the most players 
in like the middle rounds that are outperform the the guys that are more than likely going to go in the first round. Because uh, there, there's there's some there's some I don't know what it is, but there's some there's some really weird takes. I, I don't really know why some of these guys are getting the hype that they're getting, but I mean whatever. I guess it's better for me in the <laughs> fantasy world, but okay. It's uh, it's strange. I'm looking forward to that breaking like once we have our rookie draft going through yeah. the the players, because even like if you if you listen to shit, um, guys are all over the place too though. Like with their opinions on players, like it is, yeah, and it, it, it's not even like some people like a guy but they wouldn't take him till the third round, where other guys would take him in at the beginning of the second. Like it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Um, any other thoughts on the NFL draft, Kooks, Forte? Anything else? Uh, Hendon Hooker is not going in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. So I, I mean, he's just not. It's just it's all noise. He's not. He might not even go in the second round. So, yeah. uh, uh, and uh, uh, I think I also think Richardson's not a top fifteen pick. Yeah, I think if he, I think Richardson's going to get somebody fired if he goes in the first round. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you trade, round, he'll, he'll go, go in the first round. round. But if you trade up from like the, if you trade up to like the top twelve picks and you take him, you're definitely getting fired. Yeah, I think he's going to drop a bit. Like someone's going to take him, but I think he's going to drop to like the 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 high teens. Yeah, yeah. Which is like a fine spot for a guy, I guess. Like if you want to, you want to gamble. Personally, I don't think he's going to be anything. I don't really. I'm not actually like super high on many of the quarterbacks in this draft. Uh, I think there's some potential. I think Bryce Young's got a a pretty low ceiling. I think he's going to be very serviceable. I don't know if he'll win you Super Bowls, but I definitely think uh, it's super risky anywhere else you go. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I, I don't think there's any... There's no surefire studs here. I completely agree with the Bryce Young take. I think he's going to be serviceable. He's not. He's not anything special. Uh, I think CJ Stroud's upside is like a Carson Palmer, which is fine. But yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think we're going to see CJ Stroud fall down draft boards. For yeah, some reason, it, I think it, this like new testing thing. I think the NFL is really buying into it, and I think we're going to see him start to fall. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I think the the one with the highest upside in this draft even though people say it's Richardson, is Will Levis. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to hit it, but he by far has the biggest yeah. upside. Yeah, I, I, I can't see the Texans. For whatever reason, I don't know. I don't think they go quarterback. I think they probably try and trade out of the spot. Um, or if they do pick their, you know, grab a Will Anderson. Yeah, Just I agree. Grab, yeah, or grab Tyree someone for the trenches and move I mean, on. Yeah. I'm more Will Anderson than Tyree Wilson personally because Will Anderson dominated the SEC every year for the last like three years, so two years. Um, yeah, so he's yeah, a like hit. I, I just if you're the Texans, I think you're, you're better off to just build a player, eat shit this year with Davis Mills. I mean, he's he's fine, he's whatever, but you're probably gonna be in this position like you guys said. Yeah, yeah. Like why There's not much more quarterback talent coming up next year? Yeah, why not take somebody for your for your defensive line? target a skill player in the 12 spot or even an o-lineman and then just just punt the year like you're gonna they're not they're not gonna compete anyways that 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 division's being won by jacksonville next year 
don't yeah, anyone's going to compete with them. <clears throat> I, I agree. I, I can't see uh, Texans and the Titans are both going to be bad. Colts too, the, I think. The Colt, the Colts probably won't be as bad, but they're still like a six and like a six and eleven team. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's a very weak division. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's all my thoughts on the NFL draft. If you guys are good, we'll head over to the Raffi land real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so Raffi, I uh, put out a little post on the announcements of our Discord. I'm, I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen it. Um, <clears throat> but it's time to set our draft date. So as Cooks sto- stated in the Discord, him and Mini Cooks aren't back until uh, was it the 17th of May. Uh, so I think we're locking in on May 18th for our um, our rookie draft. I'd like to keep it on a weeknight, uh, just with the warmer weather coming. Uh, and I think the May long yeah. weekend's right around then. It's Having a, a draft on a weekend is just a terrible idea. Yeah, uh, Everyone's going to be having plans. I think just a weeknight would be good. May 18th, uh, I think, is a Thursday. Uh, I'll vet that in a second. But if you, have, if you haven't yeah, voted, nice. vote for that. Um Kind of one through four, one through, I mean, the first five options are probably not even votable because we have two members not available. So I'll put out some other options in there as well. Um, but I would like to get that draft done before June, uh, really kick off season five of Rafi. <clears throat> um, yeah, crazy. Five, this fifth season of the league. Time flies. Um, rule changes, confirmed rule changes that we have so far is the victory points. Uh, I still haven't seen, I mean, Sleeper usually puts out their updates uh, in midsummer, uh, so I haven't seen anything about that, about victory points yet. If they don't do it, I'll just do it by hand and post the standings each week in the Discord. And then we're adding in a game f- for an extra draft pick to 213 between the winners of the first round of the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl playoffs next oh, year. Oh, I love that. I forgot about that. Yeah. I love that. So there's some extra incentive to, to yeah. win other than like doing the combine. One sec here. Okay, I got I got a qu- Kate. The 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 taxi stealing rules. What is it in terms of so like let's say I draft someone in the second round. What and and then Kooks comes along and he wants to steal. What's so he would have to give me a second? Yes, is that how it, it works right now? Give you a second, and then so someone can up it to a first. Okay, so I'd like to p- propose this first. Um, so we have six taxi spots, correct? Yeah. I'd like to up it to eight, and I'd like to. So if I draft someone in the in the third, you automatically have to give a second, and then if it's a first, it's a first and a second automatically. I just like to change it a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I kind of like that. I like the extra taxi spot, <clears throat> taxi squad spots as well. I mean, that doesn't have to be conjoined. It can be like two separate votes, but. Um, so, you, so like if someone's drafted in the fifth round, they have to give a fourth? Yeah. Third, second, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then a first is a first and a second. Or yeah. it, or a first and a third, but I think it should be more than just a first, like the, the opening bid. Yeah, and I think I think that's fair. I don't think many people are putting their first on the taxi squad, anyways. Yeah. Um, so I think the first and the second makes makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I get think, that. Uh, the way the way stealing's been done, um, it's basically just like you're forcing someone's hand to take up a roster spot. Whereas, like now, if you get two picks, you'll actually consider maybe you know swapping the player. So yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's a good call, Forte. Yeah, I like that a lot. Because, yeah, right now, like, there's not many steals that, that happen. Uh, so it'd be nice to get that kind of up and going. I know Michael's going to hate it, but um, <laughs> that's okay. He's only one vote. Well, you could give Michael a fucking gold bar and he'd find something to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, yeah, and we have to discuss, uh, uh, of course, the Mini Cooks Combine video. Yeah, we didn't do that, right? <clears throat> yeah, I wasn't we sure. I didn't, think we, I didn't think we did. No, we uh, our last podcast, because he posted it Super Bowl Sunday, right? The deadline. Just like right, a, right, right. Just like a true Rafi member would, um, handing the assignment in at midnight. Um, but, yeah, uh, I thought it was incredibly done. Um, I thought the music was nice. The editing was pretty good. Um Cooks, what did you think uh, as as a family member of of the man that did it? Uh, this is bittersweet. You know, I was slightly embarrassed watching the performance, but I also think he uh, he did kind of tank himself by running on snow, which may have been <laughs> intentional to kind of soften the blow. Um, I told him he's got to get in the gym more. His bench press was was very weak. But uh, overall, I thought the content was good, uh, good humor in it, and you know, I'm just praying I never have to do that damn video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forte, what did you think when you saw it? Yeah, I thought it was well produced. Like, I didn't, I wasn't like, I thought it was normal. Like, it wasn't really weird or, or like creepy, like Beardy J's was. <laughs> like, I thought the like when he was running, it wasn't even like. It looked like he was running on like glare ice almost. Like that when you're in North Bay and it's been snowing forever, but you get the cars <laughs> to drive on the road and then it's just like this sheen packed snow. It was a good I was a good aesthetic. I liked the way it looked. Um uh, I mean time wasn't great, but whatever. I mean my time wouldn't be great either. So uh I, I, I thought it was well done. Um and like I don't think I don't think he could ever be arrested for this whereas i think if people saw beardy jays like he would be like probably put on like the band from like yeah. 200 feet from a school list like at, he, at minimum uh, he's getting on like at, five lists oh yeah like uh, that was the weirdest thing i've ever seen in my life um you know well done by mini kooks it's always tough to not only be the worst team but then have to f- have to do that but uh, I, th- I think he did a good job and uh, hopefully he can be better this year because um, he was very bad last year, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah, like, it was very bad. Yeah, he had two wins, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then pretty much a, a one-way ticket to the to the combine. I, I, I mean, it's early. But Michael Carr, and we, we kind of said this last year, Michael Carr really could be the new Ram, the Rams of last year. Like, come off a win, and then they're one of the worst teams. Yeah. Um, and he's got no picks. He's got like a fifth round pick or something like in next year. That's it. Um, just, uh, I mean, I think right now you take, if you would ask him, obviously he takes it. He signs, he keeps telling us, we know you won, Michael. Um, <laughs> but I think like in 10 years when he hasn't done anything and he's probably made maybe four of these videos, maybe he thinks up, maybe, maybe it's no longer worth it. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, Eventually, no one cares that you win, right? Unless you yeah. go back to back, to, like unless you win like two in a row or like three or five. Like if you just win one and then you're shitty, it doesn't it? 
it doesn't really matter. Like there yeah. is a little bit of luck involved in fantasy football, right? So one win, that's tough. I mean, what is Sh- is Shin just done now? Like, can he even come back from what has happened to him? Yeah, like, we ta- we uh, I think we talked to him actually about that on Friday night because uh, he was non-committal about what he thinks his team can do. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I. What's what do you like? I think Shin got. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say something that I haven't said for this many years. Um, Shin really lucked into a lot of his team, uh, and a lot of his team being Justin Jefferson, because I had never been higher on a player coming out of college than I was on Justin Jefferson, and I made the mistake of being too vocal about it, uh, and him being my roommate at the time overheard you know the hype that I had on this guy. And uh, by the luck of the draw, he happened to pick before me, and, you know, the rest is history. So uh, we'll see if Shin can actually prove to be a competent manager, because he hasn't proved that yet. He's actually <laughs> proved the opposite of that, that he has been completely incompetent to not win with the team that he has. Uh, and I think he has a very dark stretch ahead of him. Yeah, um, I think he has one more year of, com- of competing. And then I think it's going to be a dark time. I think it's going to be a really dark time. Um, yeah, he is a fifth-round pick in this draft, and then no pick to the third in next year's. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's <laughs> tough. That is tough. And he hasn't made a pick in so long either. Like, Yeah. I mean, he hit on a Monterey St. Brown at the 212. That, oh, which is that, what a steal. Pick, but. What a steal. Like, the fact that he's there at 212... Uh, yeah. It's crazy, um, but uh, that's what happens when pick, you, you know, and, yeah, it's, well, yeah, yeah. We, we can't really. I mean, Cook's just just absolutely <laughs> trashing shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it, um, but uh, that's. I mean, these someone always gets a gem in this because we got managers like Beardy J in this league, right? <laughs> and then that always guarantees that. Also. <clears throat> Like, I thought, like, a couple of months away from the pod and stuff, I would maybe be, like, less of a, like, truthful dick to Beardy J, but I can't stand him. Like, just, like, every time he posts something, I get mad. I don't, I hate hearing from him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I look forward to just ripping him the shreds. Like, just seeing what else he does that I can just, like, criticize on here and it should be a good year another good year um i'm excited i'm excited yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun um a lot of moving parts like in this draft i think a lot of the picks are kind of concentrated between a few teams uh in the first round anyway Um, yeah g-lo's got a shit ton of picks yeah i was just gonna pull his team up real quick uh where is he there he is um yeah, 105, 112, 203, 209. Lots of, like, four picks in the first two rounds. Uh, and, I mean, I think I would imagine he's going to be targeting running back because Jerry McKinnon and James Conner uh, in this starting lineup are the greatest of options. Um, I mean, he has some guys on the bench as well, but he uh, he definitely has a lot of picks to work with. Even could probably trade up a little bit if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I expect there to be a couple of trades uh Leading up to the rookie draft, I think there's going to be some movement in yeah. in the in the draft order. Cooks, um, you got any uh, you got any leans right now? Like, you don't have to say anything, but I or are you very like uh, where the fuck are these guys going? Or do you kind of like have your your boys? 
I know who I'm taking at the 212, and I know oh. for a fact he's going to be there. I love that. Uh, I love that. I'm not going to say who. I'm not even going to tell no, you. No, don't say anything. I'm yeah. not making the same mistake I made before. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I know who I'm taking uh, at the 212. The, the 214, I might make a gamble pick. We might a little splash. Uh, but other than that, you know, uh, I, it'll be a pretty quiet draft for me, I think, it, just with the two second rounders and then a couple in the fifth round. See if we can yeah. – find a steal late but uh yeah i uh, i'm looking forward to it i'm excited to see what happens both tomorrow night and then in turn you know depending on where some guys land it might change the way our, our, our raffi draft goes but uh it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah um i think a lot of movement is just kind of waiting for the shoes to drop with the nfl draft yeah for sure for sure it's tough uh, to yeah. make those trades when it's like all for like perspective if that makes sense yeah people a lot of people want to know like where these guys are like are going to be playing and shit yeah. uh what the situation's like um but it's going to be very interesting i i think we're, we're going to do a big show after the raffi draft yeah like we're going to dive deep like last year we did one before and and not to dig my heel too far into beardy jay's intestines but i'm going to uh <laughs> beardy jay basically did exactly what i told him last year and I guarantee you, with having nothing to go off of here, he's going to have probably the worst draft in the league. And I can't wait to see it and talk about it. Can't wait. Yeah, I don't know if we'll do the mock draft um, episode this year. No, um, no. I think just, I think just a post draft show makes the most sense. A deep uh, dive, post draft yeah, deep, deep dive, a couple hours long at least. Go into each team's picks, what it means for each team's roster. Yeah. Uh, we'll get that kind of sort, sorted as we get closer. Um, yeah, and the last thing I have for Rafi is just the uh, the trade review from the last few months. Like I just said, it's kind of been quiet. A um, few big trades. Um, but, uh, yeah, first trade I had was back on January 16th uh, between myself and Mini Kooks. I traded away to Mini Kooks. Daniel Jones, the 112, and mm. the is it the 106? Yeah, 106 for uh, the 101. Um, so basically, Bijan Robinson. I, mean, I feel comfortable saying that that's who the pick's going to be. So that will be who the pick's going to be, unless Love something it. insane happens. Um, but yeah, what did you guys think when you saw this come across the wire? Good trade for both. Yeah. Uh, you 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 really don't need two first round picks. Adam does need the depth, uh, and being Bijan, like not a position of need for Adam. He's got to go get some receivers in this draft, and he needed to improve the quarterback position, which he did. So, I, I got it for both sides. Uh, we just lost Forte. Um, oh, there he is. Forte's back. Forte, what do you think of the trade? I completely agree. I think this was good for both sides. Like like Kook said, many Kooks needs that. Like he needed multi, like getting multiple picks helps him more. I mean, Bijan Robinson is nice, but uh, I mean, it's going to be great for you, Mud. But he fits better on your team than he would for Mini Kooks because yeah. he's got to build. And this gives Kook, now Mini Kooks has two guys that he can start every week at quarterback. They're, they're not necessarily superstars, but they're very like they're both solid. Um, I think Goff's going to have another top 12 year. And I mean, if D Danny Jones could give him a top 15 year and, and he's younger, um, 
I think it's a good trade. It's a good trade for both. Uh, you like to see these kind of trades. It means you got some real managers in the league. I like that yep. shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, just for me, like to echo on what you guys said. Yeah, I was like, I don't need, I kind of needed like the top end talent, not so much um, depth wise. I needed like, that extra running back to pair with ETN. So it just made a lot of sense to just give that up. And then Daniel Jones was my third quarterback, anyways. Um, so adding that in wasn't wasn't that bad of a, a loss. Uh, next trade we have is Moran Stars versus Victoria uh, Stars and Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moran Stars traded away T Higgins, uh, the twenty twenty uh, the, the, was it two hundred two, a twenty four fourth, and the two hundred four, um, and received Jeremy Chin the one hundred four and a twenty four third. Um, Forte, we'll hear from you first on this trade. What did you think? Okay, can you? So, this is the one where I'm sorry. I just I know the Kooks return. Beardy J got Jeremy Chin, yeah, the 104 and a 24 third. Okay, I mean I I like I mean I think I slightly prefer Kooks aside, but um, that's more to do with the manager. Like <laughs> like I don't know what Beardy J is going to do at 104, but uh, I I just this is a nice trade for Kooks. He gets T Higgins. Kooks, if I I haven't looked at the Ross, like, but I believe Kooks has a very nice receiving core yep. going into the year. Um, and, uh, yeah, not terrible from Beardy J. Like, really not. And, I mean, realistically, I believe he's he, uh, he had a lot of receivers and kind of needed to upgrade elsewhere. So it's a good trade on both sides. I think I slightly prefer Kooks' side, but, I mean, so, solid. Solid for Beardy J, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, we'll get into what the one, what he did with the one hundred four in a second. Um, but Cooks, what oh, he, he traded that. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. even, that's yeah. right. Uh, Cooks, what did you think uh, when you when your trade was accepted? Yeah, just being in the one hundred four, I didn't love the spot just based off the draft class. Uh, none of the quarterbacks really got me super super excited. I knew Bijan was going to be there, and the receivers. I just. Again, there's none that stand out to me as like a clear-cut guy, and so when I figured as like I could get a proven receiver in the NFL, plus get two more depth picks, where I can just throw some shit at the wall and see if we can get something to stick with the 202 and the 204, I thought that was good. And then you know, really whatever, it's a third and a fourth swap uh, for next year, which I mean, those kind of picks are about the manager, and I'm not worried about moving down one round for that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely preferred Kooks' side on this. Uh, I think T. Higgins, if he was in this draft class, I mean, obviously we know how he panned out as a pro, but I would, I would spend the one hundred four just on T. Higgins. Yeah, T. Higgins would be the number one receiver in this draft class, hundred yeah. um, percent. And then to to get the two hundred two and the two hundred four, like that's not that big of a drop from that from the one hundred four. Like, there's still gonna be a lot of talent on that turn. No, and. Yeah, I completely like I said. There's gonna there's going to be multiple first round talents, especially at the running back position, that seemingly are dropping to the the like the first six picks of the second round. I, I yeah. think Cooks is gonna have a field day there. He's gonna have a field day. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Jeremy Chen's whatever. It's, a, it's an IDP. Yeah, yeah, it's IDP. Like a yeah. Stud guy, so it's kind of whatever. Uh, and our last trade, just to piggyback off of the one of four being traded. Uh, between myself and Moran Stars, uh, I traded away Kadarius Tony, Tyler Algier, Isaiah Pacheco, 
the 109 and the 206 for the 104, uh, 24th, 3rd, and the 23-4th, which would be the 406. Uh, Cooks, what did you think when you saw this? Yeah, you know, I actually didn't think it was Beardy's Jay's worst trade. Uh, I don't really understand the way his brain works, though. Like, <laughs> I thought, you, know, you, made the, you made the trade with me to get the 104 to go get a guy, and then you just gave it away for some guys who are good, but, like, not great. You know, like Algier, sure, a 1,000-yard guy, but is he going to do that every year? Eh, maybe. Pacheco... Who really knows, right? Like, we'll, yeah. we'll see. And then Tony, uh, Tony's like, yeah, he's a good player, but he's never going to be a star. He's never going to carry a fantasy team by any means. Oh, yeah. 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 Forte, what do you think? I mean, kind of the same. It's not Beardy Jay's worst trade, but once again, we have to come back and say, what exactly is he thinking? And the thing is, I feel like Beardy Jay is the type of guy where he his mind changes every day, right? One day... <laughs> He probably hears that it's a loaded draft and there's all this talent he can get. The next day he listens, he hears like the opposite, that it's more depth instead of top heavy. And then he, he just reacts. There's no spine there whatsoever. Beardy Jay's the uh, guy at the office that would just be sitting there. He would do whatever the, the boss said, but the boss would have no respect for him. None. Zero. <laughs> That's the type of guy Beardy Jay is. And uh, I mean... Holy fuck, man! This guy, like, he just dominates pot. I forgot he made all these trades. Yeah, <laughs> he, he made a shit ton of trades. Um, big draft for Beard. Big draft for Beardy J. I guess that's it's a huge draft for Beardy J. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, I like. I think I like this slightly more for you. It's not terrible for Beardy J. I just. I guess I just really don't know where his head's at. What's what's his plan is? Yeah. Uh, but we'll see that in a couple of weeks. Um, like I said, I like none of those guys he got though are like Cook said none of them are fantasy carrying t- There's players. There's a ton of question marks around all three of those guys. Yes, exactly. They're all kind of probably role players on their fantasy team and they're probably might even just be role players on their real teams too. So yeah, uh, yeah none of the players get me kind of off my seat. Yeah, yeah, that was the thing for me like um, kind of at the end of the year I kind of made like a short list of the guys I kind of wanted to see off my roster, like and have um, other stuff come in for them, and these three were like right at the top because I mean, we see all the time a late round guy, late round running backs, kind of they get some run, and then the next year they're out, they're done, they're irrelevant. So to get any kind of value back for them, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, I don't think I am wrong, um, but if I am wrong, I'm, I'm willing to eat that and then just take whatever I got from the 104, anyways. No, I mean it's it's uh, it's generally how it goes. Like it, it, you could be a fifth round running back, even if you have a solid year. Like uh, you're not safe. Yeah. Uh, also, how how how's all those uh, <clears throat> beauties feeling that traded first round picks for uh, the stone Damian Pierce? Yeah. You like that? <laughs> brutal, fucking brutal, man. Yeah. Like sometimes you have to look into the future just a little bit, right? Like yeah. just a fucking little bit, right? That's how you avoid like STDs and shit. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the difference between the redraft and the dynasty mentality that people yeah. are still. Yeah, exactly. Not 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 this like just people in general are still. No, but it's true. Around. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got for Rafi. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys had anything. I had a question for up. Mitchell. Yeah. I uh, 
so I noticed you put the 107 on the trade block. Do you want to walk us through? And you don't have to, but do you want to walk us through kind of your mentality in doing that, or or the, is that something yeah, for, you want to hold near and dear? No, no. I I, I mean, I'll <clears throat> maybe get into it a little bit more after the draft, but basically. Uh, for for people like Beardy J who have no brain cells and just speak the first thing that comes to their mind, I, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm... If I trade a first-round pick just to move down, I still have a first-round pick. Um, and uh, I might even be looking to completely uh, move out of the first. Uh, I think the main thing is, is that now we're closer to the draft now I'm making my decision on how I would like to treat it. Whereas people, I'm not trading a first round pick in uh, November. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I just don't know. I think they're too valuable, and I don't really know how everything's going to shape out. The plan is to trade down. That is what the plan is. Um, I just see, I see the talent. I kind of know who my guys are, and I, uh, I gotta, I gotta be honest with with everybody. I think I only respect like five of the managers in this league. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just blatant. It's it's that obvious. We'll talk more about that I, at the rookie draft because I know a lot of these guys are gonna make bad picks, and I have no problem saying it uh, because uh, some people should just be like going to like uh, board game bars and shit, and I don't know, <laughs> maybe making third children like Michael Carr and shit like that. So. That's kind of the thinking behind it. Um, I've I've had a couple of managers inquire already. Um, I think it's going to be a closer to like the actual day kind of decision. But uh, yeah, there's no there's no one screaming at me right now that I would want to take at the 107. Right. Yeah, that was another reason I kind of wanted to move up up or back from the 109. Was it's kind of it's a weird spot in the draft. Um. Where like you kind of want to get close to the top end, or just recoup some value and move backwards. Yeah, I mean, like I could be proven wrong, but from what I've heard through the draft season, like the guys that are majority going from the one hundred seven to the one hundred twelve, I don't have any interest in. Yeah. Um, or I do have interest in them, but I rank the guys in the second round higher than them, so I don't think they're being drafted at the right spot. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I could be proven wrong by these. Maybe the guys in the league are smarter than I think, but I don't know. Maybe I'm a jackass for saying that out loud. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got left to say. Uh, for me, personally, for Coach Duggs, I think uh, everything except for the 101 is probably movable um, pick-wise. And then players, I mean, there's obviously a couple guys I wouldn't think about moving, but never hurts to to shoot shots. Cooks, what about uh, what about your team? Any anything you like to say to the league? Uh yeah, there I mean there's a couple untouchables on my team, but for the most part anybody's open for business. I'll always listen to offers. Um I think that's probably it. I'm really excited to see what happens tomorrow night. Uh, probably have a see some action maybe on the sleeper in terms of uh, trade proposals and such after the NFL draft and we yeah. see where guys go. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'm excited for, it's my own little tradition, uh, I am going to turn this podcast off shortly and I'm going to go watch draft day. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> Make a nice dinner and sit down and watch it. It's going to be great. Oh man. Good. I mean, 
Hey, we all have our traditions, it's, right? It's the <laughs> worst <laughs> fucking movie. But it's, it's, yeah, it's a licensed NFL movie about the draft. It's incredible. Um, Kevin Costner can always keep you entertained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, you guys all good? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for another season. Uh, let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. All right. We'll see you boys in the group chat guessing uh, guessing our picks for every pick for the next three days. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to get some uh, some action going in the Discord uh, Discord chat. So uh, I'll be in there tomorrow night, and I'm guessing you guys will as well. So everyone else who wants to join in, we'll just we'll talk there. All right, we will see you guys. Talk to you guys in probably about a month, just after our rookie draft. Beauty.